Welcome to the Slaughterhouse. This is Mr. Slaughter once again back in action here for actually the second consecutive week in a row. We have been having fun here at, you know, the school, learning a lot, getting ready for state testing. Oh my gosh, state testing. But I do not digress because that's what I actually want to talk about today is state testing and how it impacts our children, how it impacts everything, so you can know a little more about it and um, the outcomes of it. So, Let's just have a little fun here today talking about state testing. Do not worry. We will continue the series on hate next week. I plan on doing that every other week. Um, it's three parts. going to talk about hate and how to handle it, how to recognize it, and what to do with it, all right? But first, I digress. I digress because today we're talking about the great, the wonderful state testing. I know it's a favorite time of year for children at schools. Um, it causes a lot of anxiety for teachers. Um, because, oh my gosh, are we going to do well on the state test? But does it really matter? All right. So here's kind of a lay down in the history of the state testing, right? We've always had standardized tests. Back when I was a kid, it was called the Iowa 9s. We took the Iowa 9 test. Um, and pretty much it did nothing except tell your school how you were doing. But this is what state testing really actually does. <laughs> With no child left behind, we developed a new testing system. Um, all high schoolers had to take, you know, five years, five different tests throughout their career. And then they added a sixth one. Then they added a seventh. And pretty much what you had to do was you had to pass four of the seven to graduate. Well, our graduation rates plummeted because not a lot of kids were passing four of the seven. And not only of those four, you had two required, math and science. All right, and kids were struggling. They weren't doing well on it, so they changed the system and pretty much just said you had to pass four. That caused even more problems. So they changed it to please take them to graduate. So now you don't even have to pass them. You just have to, you know, complete the test and do that so you can graduate. And oh, great, right? Love it. But no, it's, it's a big deal. It's something that, you know, we all have to deal with and... Ooh, I love that sound. It's a system that's failed for a long time. So here's the thing. Last year, I gave the history state assessment, all right? Wonderful experience. We had the wrong codes. We were, like, delayed an hour and a half. It was total, utter chaos. We finally settled down, get the test taken, and I'm, like, so excited because it's my first year at my new school. I'm going to get some data. I'm going to use that data. I'm going to make great things. Then I get back to school the next year, and I'm like, so where's all this data? And they're like, you know what? Um, we're just going to opt out. We didn't even grade the test. And I'm like, say, what? It's true. We didn't even grade the actual test. We just pretended that we, uh, I guess, took it. I don't know. But they didn't grade it, even though we had all these students sit down, fill out their circles, fill out all the information, make sure they completed the test on time, did every check of the box, and they gave us no results. And here's the reality, too. When we usually get test results, we don't get them until the following, like, October. So that means we're two to three months into the new school year, and we don't have this data to change. Excuse me. Now we're on a new set of kids. And we haven't been able to shift, change anything, and, wow, we're left there hanging. Well, that's the problem with testing. All right? And we have a lot of issues with testing. Back then, as you know, I gave the example of the Super 7. They had to pass... Four of the seven tests, if they pass all seven, they got a little sticker on their 
diploma and it made them feel good that they got all seven. But in reality, we were just doing it to try and get data. But the thing is, data never measures the social aspect of children. We have kids who come to school, you know, their parents had a domestic violence incident the night before. The kid went home hungry, didn't have enough food, had to take care of his siblings, worked all night. I got a kid right now who's working 40 hours a week because they have the only job out of all their relatives that live in the household. That's a big deal, you know, and then you expect them to come in and do the best on their test the next day. We don't measure for social aspects. Now, in Oklahoma, we uh, passed a law about, oh, five, six years ago that said reading tests are required and all second graders have to pass them to move on to third grade. Well, 80% of our second graders failed the reading assessment when we moved on, so they had to change once again. My question is, what's the issue? We put so much money, time, and effort in these tests, and then we act like they don't really matter. We're like data, but then the data is too late when it arrives. I have a crazy thought in my head, and I'm going to share it with you because I'm actually going to maybe do my dissertation over this. It's the idea that um, we get rid of state testing. We get rid of standardized tests except for your ACT and your SAT. The state of Oklahoma, on average, spends $1.7 billion a year on testing. Crazy, right? That's the average for all states in the world. Like, in the world. Sorry, in the United States. Wow. Sorry, a little tired. Five kids. Don't sleep much. So if we stop the standardized testing, we take that money and we apply it, we could right now just here at my high school facility and my entire district, we could hire 180 new teachers. Better yet, each student in the entire state of Oklahoma would get $2,433 more added to their school. Right now, we get about $2,000 per student. And to actually double that, Imagine the impact that we could have, the resources, everything, the ability to push content to where it needs to be. We could pay teachers more desperately in the state where we know that is a big issue. But really, in reality, we're looking at state testing as this great funding ideology. You know, funding used to base how much we could get from government is how well we did on the test. Now we could say, hey, let's get rid of the test and measure our students on how they're doing with their GPAs, their actual assessments in the classroom that are designed to meet their needs. Let's, you know, look at our graduation rates. Let's look at how well our students are doing in college after they leave us. Those are stuff, data that would help us so much. We know how to assess as educators. We know how to give tests. We know how to give assessments. We know how to gather data on our own without a state assessment. We do. Oh, no. What? What? Well, hold it, Mr. Slaughter. You're saying that educators know how to educate? Oh, snap. You've caught me. I'm literally bamboozled. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good laugh right there. But no, it's the honest truth. Testing costs tons of money to the states every year, and it really doesn't bring us a lot of data. And we look at the data and we're like, oh, what should we change? What should we do? How should we fix this? Here's the thing. We have good teachers who teach by good standards, who live their lives to the fullest and apply them and literally emulsify themselves in the classroom to better help educate. We need to have faith in them. Do we need to hold them accountable? Of course. Do we need to train them? Yes. But do we need to have a standardized test that literally the people that developed it have no 
impact in education. They aren't involved. I ask you this, right? And I want you to actually look at this. The a majority of people that make decisions for the educational community don't have any educational experience. All snap. All snap. Can I get a let's let's what's this? Oh, let's do that. How about this? Followed by a folks. Legislators. Majority of them have not worked in education, but yet they pass bills to impact education every single year. All right. School boards are made up of parents, yes, who care about their kids, but do not know the inners and workings of the classroom. A lot of our school board members don't even have kids in our school district anymore. Yeah, they want to help. They want to do the right thing. The best thing you can do that is come alongside a teacher, get to know them, know what they do, experience what they experience. I remember, like, there was, like, a political cartoon of teachers one time about how many hats we wear. You know, we're police officers, we're therapists, we're teachers, we're parents, we're everything in the classroom every single day. And it is hard. Very, very hard. But we do it. We show up every single day. And we've been teaching this test for so long, what has it really shown? We have the ability to make changes. We have the ability to make differences. We have the ability to understand the very system we are fighting so hard to fix. It amazes me. It really does. I've seen more bills pass that impact education for the worse than I have ever wanted to in a lifetime. Teachers need to have a voice. Parents need to have a voice. Legislators need to listen. Plain and simple. We have so much we have to offer to this world, and we keep losing it because we keep fighting over it politically. Our teachers know how to teach. Empower them to do so, give them the resource to make it happen, and make them feel like they matter. You do that, guess what? You're going to have a great education system. If you have teachers that want to show up every single day to do their job and they're going to fight tooth and nail for every single kid that walks to their classroom, you've done your job. The state assessment can't do any of that. I know where my kids stand in my classroom. I know what they need to do. I know where they struggle. I know how to modify. I know how to change. And I do that. But we have take the time to realize how important our education system is and how much we are losing it because we have people making decisions that know nothing about it. I think that's enough said. I don't think there's any more you can add to this episode except the simple fact of we need to eradicate state testing. We need to put the power of the classroom back in the teacher and the school district so that they can empower the students because who knows them best? Each and every teacher in that school does. They know their students the best and they will work the hardest for them. We have to make teaching a desirable profession and it has to feel supported. If we do that, we'll be just fine. I know these episodes are a little shorter, but uh, I'm getting more to the point, more to the topic. Don't worry, our next hate episode is probably going to run about 30 minutes. Um, because there's a lot to talk about, a lot of uh, perspectives, a lot of things that kids want me to talk about and discuss. Remember, our email is socialslaughter77 at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us a line, and we'll do our best to answer any questions or anything you have. Haven't gotten an email in a while, so hoping to get one this week. Even if you want to drop and say hi, hey, Slaughter, listen to the episode this week. Thought it was good, thought it was bad. Give me some feedback. Who knows? Woo!
That's all I got for this week, guys. This is Slaughter out. Go and be very, very, very good to each other. And I hope you have a great and wonderful rest of the week. We'll see you when spring arrives.